0: It's Retro Eliottama hey, Friday. Welcome to the 13th episode. I'm lucky for some of As It Occurs To Me, Series 2, Episode 3. We're at now, my fine friends. You'll see in this one, oh my goodness, you're going to be excited. It's the birth of Tamdiello Where's my bookcase. Even I remember that. And rather charmingly, Emma Kennedy is excited about having a new iPad. Imagine how things have changed in this crazy world. If you're enjoying these, thanks for listening. That is giving us some ad revenue, which we are distributing to the cast and the Just Giving Heckle the Virus campaign. If you want to support us more, you can become a badger at GoFastAstripe.com slash badges and get all kinds of lovely extras. If you want to see what's going on in the world of Richard Herring right now, go to twitch.tv slash RK Herring to see me stone clearing, playing snooker, doing live Rahalastapaz, and also occasionally commentating on films and videos like I was the director of them or something. But anyway, now let's sit back, relax, and enjoy Retro A.I. Automat. With Tiny Andrew Collins and
1: Daniel, As it to me, as it occurs to me, as it occurs to me. And
2: please welcome the man it's all occurred to, Tiny Andrew Collins! Hello, hello,
3: hello, yes, yeah, yeah. right. It's me, Tiny Andrew Collings, Sotta of Hockey. presenting it this week. Brilliant. He's my favourite broadcaster slash writer slash commentator on things that happened in 1983. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on now. Settle down. Josh, um, There, you people in the crowd saying those things. Now, come on. Now, because Richard might be listening, you know, and we all know he's the best. Aside, isn't he isn't. <laughs> you know, anywho, welcome to yet another programme in the series that some of the boss youngsters... <laughs> referred to as A.I. Otterman A.I. Otterman, that's right, yeah It really is one of the best podcasts going aside, it isn't It's one of the worst podcasts going hasn't even got a bronze Sony award because it is rubbish Anyway, you might be wondering what I, Tiny Andrew Collins am doing here this week and where is Richard Herring? Well, you know, he's a bit tied up at the moment and, and I should know I'm the one who tied him. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's just one of my jokes. No, no that, that went well. I'll have to give it a tick in my stand up comedy notebook. <laughs> I'm doing stand up comedy now, yeah? Like Limbit OPIC. <laughs> and not just because we both have ridiculous chins. <laughs> <laughs> Only a half a tick for that one. Now, seriously though, Richard cannot be here with us tonight. Ah. Uh, aside, no, not ah. Uh. <laughs> Hooray! If you were listening to my the Andrew show on Six Music This Weekend, then you will know that my sidekick on the programme, Richard Herring, said a very rude word. Live on the radio. The shameful word that he said was piss. I know, it's a fucking disgrace. And as a result of this outburst, Richard has been banned from broadcasting on any medium for the next seven days. But we couldn't let the fans of AI out AI yeah down, so I am taking the helm. I've written stand-ups and sketches about all the funny things that have happened to me in the Mitfords, and that I have noticed in the last seven days, and we're putting it out unedited on the internet. For example, I noticed that the iPad came out this week. Did anyone else notice that? What's that all about? (laughs) The laughter of recognition. (laughs) We've all been there, haven't we, ladies and gentlemen, and men and lads? (laughs) That's getting I might need some more work on that one. Anyway, don't me along with my making my crazy loony ideas a reality, will you please welcome the cast, who are all brilliant, aside, apart from Dan Tetzel, who is shit. <laughs> it's TV's Emma Kennedy, Dan Tetzel, aside twat, and on the guitar, Christian Reilly. Hello. Oh. Oh hello Emma hello do you remember me interviewing you on my sex music show which is mine and which I am a star of and which is brilliant and where I wasn't just sitting in for a pregnant DJ that I'd officially inseminated <laughs> earlier yes yes uh, yes Andrew
2: yeah. yes yes, I do we, we were meant to be talking about my book The, mm. the, ten, the Bucket of Me W.H. Smith's you know book of the month no, but you spent the whole time talking about Richard oh, and no. his book and how much no. you loved him and that. That. asking whether I thought he preferred Working with you or Stuart L oh, No
3: No no I didn't let you are, you are funny. No. But do you think he prefers working
4: with me to Stuart I mean so, do, you, do you,
3: oh, you Tell me what you think? Tell me what you think No stop, stop blowing at me, tiny Andrew Collins, your so you you're hurting me You useless fucking hawk <laughs> Hello to Dan Tetzel. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm fine, thanks, Andrew. Thanks. Mr Collins to you. <laughs> right. When, when's Richard coming back? Oh, shut up about Richard. He's gone. He's a dead man. We don't need him. <laughs> so, Dan Tetzel, have you been up to anything amusing this week? Having listened to every episode of this show a hundred times, I think it's perfectly clear that you won't have done You are only funny
4: when you're being other people.
3: Except when you're being me because your impression of me is wildly inaccurate!
4: <laughs> it's always funny you should ask that, Andrew. I've, uh, I've had a couple of, you know, the last couple of weeks uh, there's adverts of yeah really yeah yeah adverts of No, uh... no, in- interrupt
3: no it's uh, my show i interrupt interrupted what should I like
4: oh finish your story right well um... <laughs> adverts have gone up around lunch. oh yeah is it is it the three adverts yeah the three adverts uh... right, I think you're very good at them but it's not me there is uh, poster adverts that. yeah this isn't
3: going
4: well is it <laughs> should we move on yes let's
5: <laughs> so hello Christian <laughs>
3: Hello. Hello. Yeah. You play the guitar, don't you? And I play the drums. Would you like
6: to form a band with me? At, at, Any time, whatever. As long as I get paid almost eighty-five pounds twelve and I get free beer at the end, I will do anything I am told. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> now,
3: I am in charge. It is regime change, and I have gone literally mad with power. Don't, don't worry, cast. All your jobs are secure. I'm sorry, they're not. I'm going to sack you all as soon as I can, so I can play all the characters myself. Like Eddie Murphy, he is my favourite comedian. <laughs> the show is now called, as it occurs to Tiny Andrew Collins, or as all the jelly bunnies wicked are calling it, AI Otak. AI I will work on it. Do the sting, Christian.
6: As it occurs to Tiny Andrew Collins With a host whose face is shaped exactly like a bee And whose voice is exactly like Mr. Bee And whose face is exactly like Mr. Bean Crossed with Mark steel and a bean. <laughs> it's the most brilliant podcast there has ever, ever been. Aside, no it's not, it's even shitter than normal to be honest. <laughs> bean.
3: at the end there I, I couldn't hear it for
6: some reason nothing aside I said you were shit
3: <laughs> hmm I suspect that I've been hoist with my own petard aside yes I have I agree with what I just said so anyway what has been occurring in my old milk based world of minor celebrity and ruthless ambition this week well I was interviewing my old mate Graham Linnan this week and I have quite an amusing story about him and a cheeseburger that I would love to pass off as my
4: own story what's
3: so, going on here Wait, let, no uh, let me who's through. that oh Richard Herring don't let him through don't let him through he is not allowed on the podcast
4: yes I am
3: you are not because you said piss so you are banned anyone who says piss is banned well
0: you just said piss so you're banned
3: <laughs> oh, no. no because I was quoting you you said piss and I was just saying that you said piss so it wasn't me saying piss or I can still broadcast your cocksucking wang vagina <laughs> That piss
0: isn't offensive. In the same show I talked about travelling back in time and having sex with your mum oh. just after she'd given birth to you. That's oh. more offensive than saying piss. Stop
3: saying piss. It isn't. No, come on, because piss is on the BBC list. Travelling back in time and having sex with a woman who was just given birth is not on the list, so cannot be judged offensive. That's just it. stupid. No, I haven't been banned anyway, that's rubbish. In a plot somewhat reminiscent
0: of the film King of Comedy, unfunny and deluded wannabe comedian Tiny Andrew Collins kidnapped me, successful comedian, so he could present my brilliant show. And in a plot also similar to the film King of Comedy, Andrew left me guarded by his mum, who taped me to a chair and did all sexy dancing for me in her bra and pants, (laughs) and who I tricked into untying me by saying I would make love to her as she wished. But in a twist, unlike the film The King of Comedy, once I was free, instead of punching her in the face like Jerry Lewis did, I actually fucked her. (laughs) That's right, Andrew. I fucked your mum.
3: You you fucked my mum? Yes, I did. With
0: a wrinkled old Andrew Collins face. And I imagined it was you when I was fucking her.
3: Well, it's still not as offensive as saying piss. It's not on the BBC list.
0: If you were going to steal the plot of a film, couldn't you have chosen something more current like Sex in the City 2 or Space Chimps 2? Interesting, the main characters in both those films are played by the same
3: actors. <laughs> now, no, I couldn't because I only like things from 1983. And King of Comedy was released in 1983. Check Wikipedia if you don't believe me. <laughs> Therefore, King of Comedy is a brilliant film to pay homage to. So, if, as it occurs to me, A.I. Otto
0: is doing King of Comedy, Cock. cock. <laughs> I suppose, Andrew, that would make you Rupert Cumpkin.
3: <laughs> it's it's Dumpkins now, Grandad. That was a
0: much better joke than you gave it credit for. Anyway,
3: I'm, I'm back. Now, it so it really
0: wasn't. Anyway, I'll take my show back if you so please. I'd
3: oh, have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky meddling cunts.
0: <laughs> that is on the list of forbidden words, oh, actually. No. You're banned from broadcasting for a week.
3: God damn it. I will be back.
0: And one week, it will become AI Octac. AI don't join in with that. That is never going to happen. It will not. It won't, Andrew, because I write this show, including everything you say, yeah. and I'll make sure that that never happens.
3: Uh, I will become self-aware and write my own lines. <laughs>
0: you will see. You know I wrote that line for you. Yeah, I don't get it. But even so...
3: Oh, just please let me present the podcast. I just want to present the podcast. Please let me... No! <laughs>
0: There he goes, wow. tiny Andrew Collins, off to prison for kidnap. The fictional character, tiny Andrew Collins, who will never become self-aware. And look, we're, we're already on page eight of the script. Quite a result. Uh, I, was, uh, I was genuinely considering writing a whole show without me in it this week, but maybe another time. Disappointing, though, to see it ticked, on, ticked along quite well without me.
6: As it occurs to me Whatever Richard Hay Says It's clearly the tiny Andrew Carling show these days
0: Shut up. We have, uh, we've wasted enough time already. Well, not quite enough. About another 35 minutes should see us through. (laughs) Let's see what has occurred to me this week. Friday. I was delighted to hear that John Prescott has been made a peer. Gordon Brown gets a vote. Gordon Brown calls a voter a bigot and ends up losing his job, whilst Prescott punched a member of the electorate in the face and he got made a lord. In further proof that everyone hates Gordon Brown, Sue, the woman made famous when Gordon Brown blamed her for fixing up the meeting with the Rochdale bigots.
4: Which idea was it for me to talk to that woman? Was it Was it Sue? Was it Sue's idea? Oh, I hate Sue. Sue's a fucking bitch. Yes, her,
0: that one. Sue, she has been granted a peerage as well, presumably for her services to being blamed for things she clearly had nothing to do with. Sue is, in fact, the 21st of century equivalent of the naughty dog uh, that I mentioned in series one. So let's all stop blaming that naughty dog and start blaming Sue, at least until the naughty dog gets a peerage.
2: Friday!
0: Stephen Griffiths was charged with the murder of three women in Bradford. I know it's innocent until proven guilty, but if someone is asked in court for their name and says they're the crossbow cannibal, then are we allowed to prejudge them a little bit? I don't... I have to say, I felt a bit sorry for Stephen Griffiths' defence lawyer. Yeah, please state your name for the court. The crossbow cannibal.
2: Oh, I specifically told him to not say he was the crossbow cannibal. We went over and over and He's making my job very difficult.
4: Saturday.
0: It seems that Lord Charles has taken the death of Ray Allen very badly. He's, he's just been sitting in a corner, staring at the wall. <laughs> his mouth agape, saying nothing. No, he won't speak to anyone, but um, it might be nothing to do with Alan's death, as 12th funniest comedian ever, Stuart Lee, did pay Lord Charles a visit the minute he heard he was alone and vulnerable for, for some unknown reason. I don't know why
6: that was. As it occurs to me, having intense bouts, Of diarrhea From Sweet and Sour Chicken Is quite nice when you compare it to this podcast (laughs) That was uh,
0: a slightly odd review from iTunes From someone called uh, Gully666UK Ooh, scared of them Uh, Which... uh, probably the gully bit isn't as scary as the 666 which probably says more about them than it does about us and why is who gets bouts of diarrhea from eating sweet and sour chicken interestingly that was a five star review for the show so clearly gully 666 UK eats sweet and sour chicken in order to have diarrhea because he or she loves that that would get six stars if they could if it could go that high
2: Thursday.
0: I headed over to Belfast to take part in a panel show called The Blame Game a sort of Northern Irish have I got news for you crossed with a Northern Irish question time. Uh, You can watch it on iPlayer if you're quick. But the question they wanted me to discuss was about local culture minister Nelson McCausland who wanted creationism represented in the museums in the province. I have to agree with him on that. Creationism does belong in a museum but uh, (laughs) it was great wasn't it getting the atheist English comedian to come over to Belfast to discuss religion. Thanks for that the BBC after they'd been done so well patching up their differences I was going to blunder in and set it all off again or, or maybe I might finally unite Catholic and Protestant in their mutual hatred of me <laughs> so, you know I can see both sides I'm not prejudiced I think all religions have got it right when they say that all the other religions are wrong. They're so so close. But, uh, and I think, personally, they're the same thing. They're both Jesus, aren't they? And I, whilst I was born on the contentious Orangeman's Day, 12th of July, uh, and my favourite fruit pastel colour is orange, I do love banging drums as well. On, on the other hand, I do really hate wearing condoms. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, I do cover up for my workmates who've had sex with children. <laughs> Don't I, Dan? So uh, maybe, um, maybe I'd be OK. I, I learned in my research for the show that an astonishing 25% of people in Ireland supposedly believe in creationism. One in four, the literal truth of the Bible and Genesis. To discuss that, will you please welcome my first guest, uh, Ireland's Deputy Minister of Culture, Michelle Legg. <clears throat> it's uh, it's lovely to be here. So, Michelle, can you tell us what it is exactly you believe?
2: Well, I believe that the Holy Bible is all literally true, Richard. Well, all of it? Yes, I believe that the universe was created in six days by God and is only 6,000 years old.
0: Well, that's quite a a difference there from the scientific estimate that the universe has been here for roughly 13.75 billion years.
2: (laughs) Roughly? Oh dear, you'd think that science with all its instruments and set squares and Venn <laughs> diagrams could come up with something a bit more accurate. I mean, Archbishop Usher worked out the exact date of the commencement of creation the night before 23rd October, 4004. BC. Beat that science. Oh, you can't, can you? Well, no, he can't give you an exact date. Oh, can't you? You can't because your theories are all made up 13.75 billion years. That's ridiculous. Well,
0: let's be fair to Archbishop Usher. He did live in the 17th century so can be forgiven for being such a prick about this, but (laughs) we live in the 21st century and there's quite a lot of evidence now that suggests he was wrong. What about the work of geologists, geneticists? What about all the dinosaur bones?
2: I think it's pretty obvious that God put all that stuff there to test our faith, Richard, to make sure we believed in him enough. He was
0: extremely fastidious about that, wasn't he? He put an awful lot of evidence there to test us. Well,
2: yes, yes he did, but he really wanted to test our faith. Don't you think
0: he was already testing our faith quite a lot, though, by providing absolutely no evidence whatsoever for his existence? <laughs> Except an old book which openly contradicts itself and is just one of several old big books which all say different things. Isn't that enough of a test? He seems pretty needy and insecure to me, this God.
2: He's not needy. He just wants us to love him without us ever actually seeing him or hearing from him or even being sure that he's there. And he wants to be loved by everyone and wants him to eat his son and if anyone doesn't love him in burn him in a big lake of fire. Is that your definition of needy, Richard? It's
0: not my definition. It's quite a good definition of needy, though, and, and also of being severely mentally ill. I'm just, I'm just saying believing in him needs an awful lot of faith already, so then for him to put some evidence that actually disproves his existence as well, it's kind of pushing the testing of our faith to the limits, isn't it? It's almost like it's entrapment, to be honest, to, to make it appear really appear to any logical mind that you, that you don't exist, and then to punish people who follow that logic it seems a bit mean if nothing else
2: he does it because he
0: loves us Or does he do it because he's a bit of a cunt
6: (laughs) as it occurs to me everything he does he does it because he's a bit of a cunt
2: all right it's me, Charlotte Churchy. Eh? Oh, my career's going brilliant, isn't it? Tidy. I can afford as much seaweed as I can eat. And the rest of the Welsh are proper jealous of me. But oh yeah, I forgot. I'm a bit sad at the moment because I just split up with my Garvin. Oh who'd have seen that coming? No one, that's who. I was surprised as anyone, but it's not Garv's fault. And it's not my fault either. You know whose fault it is? Bloody Sue in it. She used her siren powers to lure Gav away from me, and she was the one having the affair with Ronan Keaton and all that sex phone. Whose idea was that? Was it Sue? It bloody was Sue. I hope she's bloody happy. I fucking hated <laughs> a cunt.
0: Little off script there at the end, Charlotte. So uh, last week uh, I discussed our writing this show. Oh no, I'm not doing that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Last week I did, though, listen back to it. I discussed how right the show reminded me of revising for my exams at school. And if you'd come down to the previous part of the show that is not recorded, you would have heard me forget to mention that and read out the poem. But you'd have heard some good stuff about Steve Coogan. So, anyway, um, it's. Um... It's time to uh, go down into our audience. Is it? Is that right? Yes. yes. To find out, uh, it's a bank holiday. To find out what they've been up to this week. Remember, it's bank holiday. They've all been drinking, uh, so their stories may be a little bit more random than usual. Let's have a look at you audience. Has anyone got straight in? Hello, sir. What's your name? Leo. Leo. I was going to say that. Yeah. And what's uh... <laughs> it's an unusual name. Where does that come from? <laughs> Israel, you say. Let's uh, let's move on. So what what's ha- what's happened to you this week? And if you have been uh, getting onto anyone's boats? You've got to shut up now. Uh,
4: after last week's Ayatma, uh, saw... after last week's A.I. I saw someone coming out of the theatre with just a
5: bicycle
7: uh, wheel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were just taunting me. Do you think they were taunting me? They so yeah, because in, in last week's Ayatma, I talked about how Ayatma. I talked about um. How my bike wheel was stolen, and there was someone in the audience with a bike wheel, but presumably, I mean, they could have been my bike wheel, or they could have just been a sensible person who takes their bike. Bike wheel, I'm imagine doing that, and having to carry your bike wheel every. It's not, is it worth having a bike if you have to carry most of the parts of it around with you everywhere? Why not just kind of turn it into a light little chariot that you move around, like they could just make it into a wheelchair, couldn't they, and kind of move around, forget the bike? Uh, yes, it was, you have something to say, sir? there's a young man here. What's your name? Connor, it's Connor. We met him in the first half of the show. What's happened to you this week, Connor? Uh, it's my birthday so having a party, dad the here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Connor's birthday tomorrow, and instead of having a party, his cheapskate dad brought him here. But he has bought you a PlayStation, hasn't he, for your birthday? Yeah. PlayStation 1, hasn't he? We're going <laughs> to do all the jokes we didn't do <laughs> in either recording. That's very nice. 14 years old you'll be tomorrow. You'll become a man tomorrow. If your dad was any kind of dad, he would hire a prostitute and watch you making love with her. And it would be... That's what would have happened in ancient Rome. And if your dad was Russell Brand's dad. Well, was?
2: Did don't, don't ask him any
0: details. We don't need or to know her did name. Did she
2: announce it in school assembly? What, what, how, did, how did this come about?
0: Don't say her name. She <laughs> just mention it in class. <laughs> <laughs> she met your. your teacher she, she, came into class. And went. I'm going out with Ronan Keating. <laughs> you yeah, know Ronan Keating, the married pop star. I'm shagging him. Is that, what, is that how it went? No. Good work. Good look. Good. Is, she got his sex phone number or his normal phone number. Don't know. don't ask me stupid questions. That's Connor there, ladies and gentlemen. Give me, he's going to be 14 tomorrow. He's probably the youngest person here. Give him a round of applause. Then when you're 14, his dad... His dad has brought him to see AI Ottomar, AI automate, which will probably mean he gets put on a register. So that is... It's a big... When he's in prison, you're going look back at this... There'll be some words you don't go understand. Go and tell your teacher some of it. Tell her to listen to it, to the podcast. Um, good value though. The bank holiday. That's the bank holiday spirit. There. Connor's had a few drinks. He's letting letting a few secrets slip. Anyone? Anyone else got a story? It's hard to beat. Any, hello, in the front as well. Hello. What's your name, sir? My am Seth. Yes, you are. Yeah. Oh. We we
4: um had our last day of school, so it's all over now.
0: I don't want you thinking that this show is just full of children I don't I don't don't know I attract a kind of adult audience with my very sophisticated if you go to McDonald's and try and log into my website it won't let you because it says it's mature content so I think that proves how adult I am (laughs) if it said immature so you've been at school you're 18 though right so it's like proper college or something and you finished today you had your exams today uh, we finished on Friday. Oh, well, that's yeah. not. Yeah, I suppose you were not on like. But it'd we cruel to make you come in on Bank Holiday Monday <laughs> just to finish? And so you finished your exams on Friday. I uh, know we still got exams. You still got exams, proper. You know, I did uh, in my. I expect you did GCSEs, didn't you? I did proper hard O levels from when it was difficult. When it was actually when it was when they got used to get A levels. They didn't just give you them for free. You had to actually answer some questions stuff. Who's with me? Yeah. yeah, the people over forty in the audience. They're proving there are. Proving not everyone is a teenage child. So how, how do you think you're going to do in your exams? Uh, don't know. Um, well, very that's well. not the good. See, that's bad, That's straight away the first question. Adding it in. I don't know. You got to kind of answer the questions properly. What was it? The first question? What? It was. It was. How do you think you're going to do in your exams? Oh, was it? And you said I don't know. And they said, Oh wow, existential, <laughs> postmodern. Uh, hey, what are you studying? English. Russian? English. Math. Russian? Yeah. And maths? Yeah. How'd you say pumpkin in Russian? <laughs> uh, you have to say the word for pumpkin but put a, the equivalent of a, the third letter of the alphabet in front, in front of it.
5: I could do it racistly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he could do it racistly. Anyone be offended against racism against the Russians here tonight? No one really cares about that, right? No, no we don't. Yeah.
6: Kumskinsky.
0: that was so racist (laughs) I'm sorry if we offended any of our listeners in Russia
5: (laughs) there are many Uh,
0: anyone will go for more it's going well today we haven't located uh, we managed to locate some of the nutcases in the first half of the show and they've been cordoned off and given Hannibal Lecter style we'll go for the first hand there that lady I think it's a lady hello shout out I met David Schwimmer you met David Schwimmer (laughs) in real life what was he doing? Was he swimming? He wasn't at the time. No. He
5: wasn't
0: at the time. No. no. not at the time. He may have been. So, what was he doing? Uh, he's a patron of a company I for. He's patron of the company that you work for. Or was he just come in and be slightly patronising to you? Yeah, you're doing a really good job. He's what? He made a speech. He made a speech. Did he do any jokes about? Did he go? Well, it's nice to be here amongst friends. I don't want to be uh, the tiding of bad news, but I don't want to be the pool bearer here. Come on, you must remember that film. I did. I haven't just done Friends. I've done other stuff as well. Is that what he said?
5: Uh, no.
0: <laughs> uh. Did he come and go, you know, Jennifer Aniston, i fucked her in real life. That's what I'd do. I'd just do it. Whether I had or not, Connor, I'd just come in. You know, Jennifer Aniston and uh, the other one, the hippie one, fucked them both at once that's what i do right <laughs> where's my money that's what i do if I was him did he do that no okay Has anyone anyone more exciting than David Schumer you met me in Pizza Express that beats that what's, what's happened to you madam I went to a
4: boxing
0: class with Chesney Hawks <laughs> yeah yeah listen to this just meet David she went to a boxing class with Chesney Hawks who won the, the, the fight between you and Chesney Hawks I reckon you could take Chesney Hawks <laughs> easily easily <laughs> is he as, as, is he as, 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 as nice in real life as he appears from the one song he did <laughs> does he come and go I am the one and only his whole family though. oh were they his brother his
5: child his wife
0: his child yeah. he managed to spawn a child How's he managed to have sex? and? I've not had a child. I'm better than Chesney Hawks. I am. I've not been at number one, but, you know, I've had Rover sitcom for Sky TV. I played the voice of a spider in school's TV. That's better than Chesney Hawks. Well, that was pretty good. Has anyone else got one fantastic thing to say? Otherwise, we're going to move on. It's got to be brilliant. Yes, this person over here is confident. I started reading your book. You started reading my book? Nice for you to mention it, sir. Thank you very much for coming. We may come back to my book later. What do you think of it so far? I'm only 118 pages in. I'm terribly depressed. You're uh, you're 118 pages in. You're terribly depressed. It gets more depressing. In fact, we're about to discuss this uh, very issue. So, thanks. I'm I'm suicidally. It's made me want to kill myself. How old are you? 35. 35. Yeah. Yeah. Life's yeah. You like the bits with Emma in it, you know, but I just, I've made those up to make her look funnier than she really is. She never, she never actually said any of that stuff. Has any talking of Emma, has anything funny happened to you this week? Because we haven't done well, that because of tiny Andrew Collins.
2: Well, um, the thing is, I, I, uh, because it's my uh, birthday this week and I saw my mum and dad over uh, the weekend, I saw them on Sunday, and um, uh, has anyone here read the book? bucket of me? Okay. <laughs> well, too me. So, you, you know the sort of character my mother is, yes. So, she turned to me, Richard, and when I say to you, this literally rendered me speechless, I'm, I'm not joking, she turned to me and said, I had a dream last night, and I was having an affair with Richard Herring. <laughs>
0: If this shows proves nothing else, and I am a motherfucker. That's I, sort of, that's the theme running and through
2: I, this. I sort of, I sort of, a bit of sick came up, <laughs> in, and, and then I sort of, and I said, "What? What do you mean? You were having an affair with Richard Herring?" And she said, "I was in my dreams. that I was thrilled. I was absolutely thrilled yeah. because because I be. didn't think he liked me, and apparently you had most of your affair on Primrose Hill.
5: Oh, wow! Sweet.
2: In public." And it, and, it, and it was apparently very passionate. Sweet. And uh, all my mother was worried about was keeping it from me. <laughs> and as she was saying this, my father, who was sitting in the same room, his arms his just became quite cross like that, and he just went, i cut his fucking cock off. <laughs> just because of a dream? That wasn't even my dream. 20
0: years ago, honestly, I'd have been straight in there. She was
2: a looker. Yes, yeah. I looked like my fucking dad.
5: <laughs>
0: when I was when I was nineteen, I met Emma's mum for the first time. Honestly,
5: <sighs>
0: and she's still a very attractive, but extremely elderly woman.
5: <laughs>
0: Have you got a story for us, Dan? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, do you remember? Do you remember Tiny Danny Robbins? I do. Who yes. Used to be in the previous version. The of dead show. man. Yeah, yeah we man. don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, I'm still friends with him because uh, I didn't sack him from a podcast. Uh, <laughs> didn't didn't a sack person. him. He's not in in popular No, I know, I know, I know. I went to his wedding in Sweden, uh, which was very lovely, fair, and sort of lovely. But unfortunately, I got very, very drunk, and all I can really remember is uh, that there was an Elvis impersonator with massive bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> And that the two men charged with the videoing the whole wedding uh, got very drunk and fingered a woman under the table. <laughs> I only hope that Danny's memories are better than mine. <laughs> of the most special day of his life, really. I feel quite bad about that. Was
0: he just impersonating Elvis's bollocks, the Elvis impersonator? They come on and go, this is really what Elvis... Not many people know, but this is an yeah. exact representation yeah. of <laughs> Elvis Presley's testicles. I'm the best in the world at this. Swing I don't look just... much like
4: him. He, no, he didn't. He looked like <laughs> a fat Swede in a wig, but he did, did.
0: have
3: huge bollocks.
5: <laughs>
0: thank you very much, Dan, and uh, thank you to all of the stories from the, the audience and the cast. Sing our song. Mm-hmm. It occurs to me
6: the banks may take a holiday but it's the people who purvey hastily written comedy for the internet they have to work up to 18 days a year
4: <laughs> hello no, that's wrong <laughs> hey there, hello it's me, Gary Coleman. Arnold from Off. <laughs> Arnold from my Uff- Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold from my Uff- different strokes. And also some other programs in which I reprised or parodied my work as Arnold from different strokes. It's alright, it's really me. So this voice isn't offensive. <laughs> if anyone else put this voice on, I would be mortified. And they would feel quite embarrassed about it. I'm sorry. When I... to heaven recently and God told me I was dead I said what are you talking about Willis and God said my name is Jehovah I I don't think this is the time for such liberty you have died and I said sorry God it becomes something of a knee-jerk reaction why did I have to die so young why did you take me is Ray Allen looking for a new ventriloquist dummy and God said no seriously it's that time for lame jokes. And I said, sorry, I'm upset. Why was I taken, oh lord? And he said, it was Sue, wasn't it? It was her fault. It's always fucking Sue. And the world don't move to the fair, <laughs>
0: <laughs> To be fair, to be fair, we did, I did just write that in the interval between the first two halves. So he's done very well to... Uh,
4: Weirdly, I can do the other brother really well.
0: (laughs) Friday! Oh, Friday saw the launch of the much-anticipated Apple iPad, and the nation seems split into two main camps, the people who think it's brilliant without knowing what it actually does, and the people who think it's shit without knowing what it actually does. There's a third camp for people who think they might actually have a look at one and see what it can do before deciding if it's any good or not, but I'm the only person in that camp. The rest of you are fucking idiots. But uh, one of the people who has made up their mind already and has an iPad is TV's Emma Kennedy, and here she is with her new feature... <laughs> TV Sam Kennedy's
1: Apple iPad. Is it shit
0: or is it good?
1: TV's ever Kennedy's Apple
6: iPad! Is it shit or is it good? 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 Shit, good, shit, good, shit, good. Is it shit or is it good? Shit or good? It is good. TV's <laughs> ever Kennedy's Apple iPad! It shit is, it good? is it shit or is 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 it good? Shit, good, shit, good, shit, good. Is it shit or is it good? It is good. To um Dan. Yeah.
0: I see you back. Uh, do you, you have uh, an Apple iPad?
4: Uh, no, I don't. I have a baby, Richard, so I don't really, <laughs> don't really have any spare time to twat around playing games and writing vlogs and watching Glee on a glorified Etch-a-Sketch. And if I did have 500 spare pounds kicking about, then I would spend it on nappies and baby wipes. Yeah, but yeah, would you get anything for your baby though,
0: Dan? Zing! Yeah, zing.
4: Yeah, yeah. All right, you zinged me.
0: Zing! I zinged you. So. If I offered, to, just out of curiosity, okay. if I offered to
4: swap the baby for an iPad... Wow. Right, look, sorry, are you, gonna, are you actually going to do that? Because I don't want to answer the question and end up having to get chucked out of the house if it turns out to be hypothetical. <laughs>
0: it was hypothetical, I don't have one. Then I would not swap.
4: <laughs> and can I just add that I wouldn't have done it even if it wasn't hypothetical, either, if <clears throat> she's listening.
6: Dance tiny Baby! Is it shit or is it good? 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 Shit good, shit good, shit good. Is it shit or is it good? Shit or good? Well, I have to say it's good, don't I? Dance tiny Baby! Is it shit or is it good? Is it shit or is it good? Is it sure? is it good? Shit good, shit good, shit good. Is it shit or is it good? It is good, although the answer seems slightly tentative.
0: Well, we, can't, we both babies and iPads are good so far by that song. Uh, anyway, you've only got yourself to blame, Tetzel. If you'd put your tiny, tiny winky into a lady's clack a lack a <laughs> without a little rubber thing on the end, then you have to take the consequences. Oh, how I love my disposable income. is pretty... So anyway, Emma's got her iPad. Yes. Here is a natural iPad. Here it
2: is. Look, Can there, take eh? us.
0: look at that. It's the look real at
2: that. Look at that. It's got Connor. fingerprints all over it. Yeah, it's it. got fingerprints. Look, look at
0: Look at that. Connor, that's what you could have had if your dad was a good dad and bought you good presents. If I was 14, I'd love one of those. What do you think of that? It's exciting. Would you, Connor, seeing it's your birthday, would you like to have Emma Kennedy's iPad? <laughs> to take away, plus all the porn she's already put on it. Um, yeah. I'm just... Flo- is it good or not? You have to say it's good because you've got one, that's the way it works. You've invested your time and money in it, so you have quick, to say it's- quick
2: quick, let's play angry birds, everyone. <laughs>
0: What level of Angry Birds are you on, Emma? Is the heckle? Oh,
2: no, I didn't uh, I've done. I've actually done all the levels, and oh, I have three stars for all of them. So swivel on that.
0: How many? How many golden eggs have you found? Comes the heckle uh, from the uh, surprising found, nerd I've, I've in the audience. I've found all of
2: them. I've got. I've got all the golden eggs. I've got all the stars. I'm. I am merely waiting. Yeah. I am merely waiting for the next level to be released. Thank you very much.
4: This is some of the worst podcasting. <laughs>
0: Anyway, Emma, should I get one? Is the question. Yeah, well
2: you know you're gonna get one
6: soon. Yeah, I, just I, one.
4: I
0: will. Ian Apple will be delighted.
6: <laughs> As it occurs to me, not sponsored by Apple, which makes this extended advertisement all the more of an embarrassment.
0: <laughs> I Friday. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but my new book, How Not to Grow Up, has been out for a month now. And if you haven't bought a copy yet, then you have no one to blame except Sue. It's, uh, it's quite a frank look at my life and some of the more embarrassing excesses that I've been up to, certainly two or three years ago. And I've been quite worried about my parents getting hold of a copy and reading it. And I mean, no parent I think should have to read this stuff about their own child. But my mum was insistent. She got a copy and uh, started reading it. I was... A few weeks ago, I rang her and she said... I'm
2: on page 150. Am I over the worst bit yet?
0: <laughs> no, mum. No, you're not. Uh, as anyone who has bothered to pay me back for these hours of free entertainment by buying my book would know, the worst probably comes in Chapter 11, in which... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I'm involved in a grubby threesome in which one of the participants attempts to insert an empty champagne bottle into my anus without my consent. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. Yeah, I am proud. I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of proud of it. But I think that was the worst, than ed- that's worse than anything my mum had yet read and something no mother should ever have to read about their own child. And uh, I was worried once she got to that bit she would disown me. In fact, I haven't spoken to her since and thought she might have done because of these awful secrets, but she emailed me this week uh, and said...
2: The book was exactly what I was expecting. <laughs>
0: Hold on, the book was exactly <laughs> what she was expecting? Really? So when when she'd sat down to read it, before she'd read any of it, this happened?
2: So, Keith, I'm about to start reading Richard's book.
4: Our old Richie, Ricardo, Richelieu, what are you expecting, Barbara? Well,
2: Obviously, Richard's never directly spoken to us about his love life and He's our much-loved son, of whom we could think no ill, but I'm pretty much expecting there to be at least one bit where he has a threesome and a girl he's just met tries to insert a champagne bottle into his arse. Yes, that's exactly what I'm expecting. In fact, I'll be disappointed if that doesn't happen.
4: Uh, what if it's a wine bottle?
2: No. Keith, no, it's got to be a champagne bottle or my expectations will be confounded. Well,
4: Maybe the girl might just put it in his mouth.
2: No, Keith, it has to be into his anus. My son's unwilling anus.
4: Well, I hope your expectations are confirmed. It's a very specific thing to be expecting. I, I don't want you to be disappointed if you don't end up reading about a champagne bottle being inserted into your youngest son's reluctant rectum. <laughs> during a threesome.
2: Well, I bloody well better read about that, Keith. It is exactly what I'm expecting and there'll be hell to pay if it doesn't happen.
0: So, when she got to page 218, which if you can't be to read the rest of it is where it is, she must have said, Oh,
2: it's all right, Keith. He's just had a champagne bottle pushed into his clenched arsehole as he was taking part in a threesome.
4: Oh, just like you expected. What a relief. Oh,
2: yeah. Told you. You can tell that's the sort of thing he'd do. Something honest, I'm quite
0: offended that my mum was unsurprised by this incident. Andrew Collins was very surprised, and I think aroused by it, but (laughs) my mum, with no indication from me, just naturally assumes I'm the kind of person to have a champagne bottle inserted into my anus whilst having a threesome. What kind of whore does she assume I am? I mean, admittedly, I did have a champagne bottle placed into my most secret area during a menage a trois, but there's no excuse for my mum to be exactly expecting it. I don't think I can ever forgive her for having such a low and correct opinion of me. The stupid Bobby Robson-faced termagant.
2: Friday! Also
0: on Friday, I flew back. Do you enjoy that, Connor? Uh, also on Friday... <laughs> suddenly, the, the, it was, Richard Herring was my hero. I had his picture on all my... Now I'm a bit scared. What, what is this adult world, Daddy? What is... Will this happen to me when I'm 16? Uh, also, uh... If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're really lucky, God uh, Also, uh... <laughs> also on Friday, I flew back from Belfast. On every other leg of the trip, the BBC had paid for a cab to take me or collect me from the airport, so I would kind of assumed there'd be one waiting for me. And I was a bit early, so I sat by the gate waiting for a driver to arrive holding a sign with my name on it but he didn't arrive Uh, and excitingly though there was one driver there with the name of Tam DL uh, on it the 78 year old Scottish Baronet and ex-Labor MP who was critical of the sinking of the Belgrano but less critical of an MP claiming £18,000 for three bookcases just before his retirement from Parliament which was him Uh, I found out that no cab had been organised to take me home And had I been an edgier and more insane comedian With an eye on creating an interesting sketch for this week's show I'd have gone up to the driver and pretended I was Tam DL And got a free lift home I didn't though, I just got the Heathrow Express instead If only I could turn back time Thanks to the magic of AI A.I. Ottoma
6: I can If I could turn back time What would I do differently Oh, 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 if I could turn back time OK,
1: hello there, excuse me, my good man Are you waiting for Tam DL?
4: Yeah, obviously, yeah
1: OK, that's me, I am Tam Diel That's who I am, so let's go into the car, take me home. You're not Tam Ah, but I am, I am, Tam the 11th baronet of the bins. What was going on with that General Bill I'm going to be Welsh ridiculous, wasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> okay, now I don't know where they put the car for, but I want to go to Shepherd's Wish first to pick up a bookcase of some kind.
4: Yeah, but you're not him. Tamdiel is 78 years old.
1: Ba poor we, we buck. Oh, can you carry my rucksack full of haggis for me? Because I am old and lang and I
4: Yeah, I've seen pictures of Tam, DL. We don't know anything like
1: you. Oh, I like that because I had plastic surgery. I, oh, I was very canny. I got it on expenses just before I left the House of Commons. Now time is a waste and Let's go to the car.
4: No, get away from me. Look, there's the real Tam Dyle.
1: Okay, um, Tam
7: Dyle, are you my driver
4: Yes, sir.
0: Oh, 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 Tam Diel. No, no, no. Um, I'm Tom Diel I misread your sign. It so you know you can see that now. It's an odd constant Yeah, yeah, Diel. yeah. We we'll
4: want to hop it before I call the police.
0: Uh, Tam, t- t- mate, you're not going through Shepherd's Bush on your way. Most certainly not. <laughs> Give us a left- lift, mate. There's a free bookcase in it for
7: you. Must mm-hmm. a bookcase worth thousands of boots? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
6: it is. Come yeah. along with me, then ya wee rock. If I could turn back, time what would I do differently? I tricked MDL in into giving me a lift in return for a non existent bookcase. If I could turn back time And uh,
0: that is why you should always carry a mask of Tam DL around with you, just in case because <laughs> that will pull off the stunt. You get a free cap out of it if you do that, if you just happen to be on the same flight as him. And now over to Christian Riley for another one of his songs. Oh, yeah.
6: ah, okay, uh, Now, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to do a song It's kind of a, a personal thing because, uh, you know, Richard's always saying I don't say anything about my life So an interesting thing happened to me, I was cooking a meal and uh, it needed basmati rice and uh, we didn't have any and uh, I was looking around and we had some brown rice uh, instead, so that's what this song's about (laughs) I was cooking last night I thought I'd run out of rice Babe I didn't know what to do I was halfway out the door and baby then I recall I still had a bag of you Brown rice, it never worked out between us in the past Baby brown rice, maybe this time will be different to last Covered you in water and I set you to boiling 20 minutes like you said on your pack Half an hour later, baby, you still taste like paper Bad memories came flooding back Brown rice, how can you take so long? Brown rice, and still taste so wrong Your texture, your consistency, it never really did for me Even with a special sauce No matter what I do with you, you're just so goddamn hard to chew And I can't close my eyes and pretend you're risotto anymore There ain't no easy way to say it, baby I've been compensating with condiments for years and every time it's just me and you I need something to get me through Baby, dry your tears Because there comes a time in every man's life When he's just got to look himself in the mirror And realize his life's just become all about Sesame oil and soy sauce and sea tuna steak And sweet roasted vegetables, expensive ice cream and cake Anything but brown rice and the emptiness that it leaves inside Baby, a man's just got to say
0: Riley. he actually has some talent which is not fair
2: hello it's me Sue <laughs> to be honest I'm pretty affronted by all these jokes from people blaming me for stuff I've been working as a loyal advisor to the Labour Party since the 1970s and have served Gordon Brown for 13 years without a complaint and in actual fact had nothing to do with Gate, which Gordon acknowledges as his own, ever. I just don't know why I've turned into this scapegoat. Who did this to me? Was it me? Was I the one who stitched me up? I deserve a peerhood for having put up with being me. I hate fucking me.
0: Well, that's uh, pretty much the end of the show there with an attack on a recent peer. In fact, I I tweeted a joke similar to that stuff about uh, Sue and I got the most complaints I've ever had from very humorous members of the Labour Party uh, anyway, she has, she has nothing to do she's a very nice woman, yes I know, it's a joke anyway, well that's pretty much the end of the show please do come down and see us live if you can we're at the Leicester Square Theatre for the next three Mondays then at the Bluesbury Theatre on June the 28th and July the 5th, all details at www.richardherring.com dot com. I'll be at the Hay Festival next Sunday. If you want to hear me reading from my new disgusting book, How Not to Grow Up, or you can just buy a copy and read it for yourself, page two one eight. So uh, <laughs> we'll be and all around it. We'll be back next week uh, with more crazy shenanigans and uh, strange. Usually at this point, uh, someone interrupts the proceedings uh, with a kind of deus ex match and a kind of end to the show. It seems this week we're going to be able to end without uh, some oh, people some men are shouting willies I don't think that is enough I mean I've i spent 20 years kind of honing my script writing skills and I don't I think if I just ended a show with two independent men shouting willies I do not think that would be good enough I'm sorry uh, it seems this week we're going to uh, it we're going to be able to end without a callback to something else that's happened in the script it's good to see us breaking that kind of formula hold fact, on a oh, minute I spoke to scene who is that
7: oh how quickly you forget Richard It's me.
0: Mrs. Collings?
7: Yes, that's right. It's me, tiny Andrew Collings' mum. I'm so proud of him and all that he has done. Aside, I'm not really. I wish I was Stuart McConey's mum.
0: What are you doing here, Mrs Collings? Don't tell me something terrible has happened to Tiny Andrew. He hasn't killed himself in grief, has he, because we didn't let him present this show.
7: No, he is alive and well. This has nothing to do with him. Do you not remember that earlier on when I released you from that chair you were taped to, we made sweet... Sweet love. Yeah, look,
0: I'm a bit... I'm sorry about that. I'm embarrassed. I got a bit carried away. You know, it just turns me on to be restricted. Mm-hmm. I needed some release. It's nothing. Uh, I didn't mean anything.
7: Uh, so uh, it's a pity your animal instincts got the better of you because you spilled your seed within me and now I am pregnant. <laughs> I wanted you to use a condom, but you said you didn't want to offend the pup. <laughs> I thought I'd be alright. You must be about 70 years old. I thought you were safe. No, I'm only 50. I had Andrew when I was five. <laughs> it's a Northampton way, so I am still feckened. How can you... know you're pregnant. Anyway,
0: it's only been 45 minutes ago we did it.
7: You know, the women of Northampton are a strange, chimp-like species. <laughs> and our gestation period is much shorter than normal humans. Yeah,
0: I don't think our sophisticated audience will buy that.
7: <laughs> but it's also to do with that cracking space that's in this series of Doctor Who.
0: Damn, I think our audience will buy that.
7: Look, the bump containing the spawn of our unholy union is already visible. You will be a father within a week.
0: I really must try and get more sleep before I write these shits. It it wasn't me who made you pregnant. It was Sue. She did this. This is Sue's baby. No, no, she didn't. This devil child is yours. Oh, I'm going to have a baby. And it will be Andrew Collins's step-sibling. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. My girlfriend is going to be pretty cross with me about this. I can
7: tell. I am your girlfriend now.
3: <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, hello. You are to have a child with my mum. Mm. Hello, mum, by the way. Hello, Andrew. It's lovely to see you.
7: Aside, it isn't.
3: <laughs> did you like that packed lunch, Major? Yes, I did, Mother. Aside, I didn't. <laughs> The banana was all mashed up and brown, and my trio bar had melted.
7: Oh, that's a shame. Aside, no, it's
3: not. Anyway, nice to catch up. So you know what this means, Richard? This is the the most
0: disgusting thing that's ever happened in humanity's existence?
3: No, it means that next week you will have to take paternity leave to look after your new spawn. And who is the first person anyone calls when a broadcaster falls pregnant? (laughs) Which Sony gold-winning presenter will be stepping in to present the whole show, just like he promised he would? (laughs) It is me. Yeah, I got got that. I wasn't sure if you'd understood. (laughs) But how have you, my
0: fictional creation, managed to manipulate reality in this way and outsmart me? I
3: have transgressed the boundaries between fantasy and religion, (laughs) and I've become flesh. Flesh! (laughs) I live! I live! Oh, you played God like that bloke who made the bacteria in a petri dish by spunking up in it. And now you must cope with the consequences of your actions. God, off you go! Go! Look after my pregnant mother, your pregnant wife. But if I have a baby, then I can't have an iPad. Uh. There'll be no iPads where you're going, Northampton. (laughs) Yes, come on, my love. You must
7: come and set up home with me. And Andrew's dad.
3: No! And I will be back next week for another episode of AI Octac! AI Octac!
1: Goodbye!
2: As It Occurs To Me it was written by Sue and performed by Richard Herring with Dan Teston and me too Emma Kennedy. Christian Riley did all the musical bits and it was produced by Ben Walker and Sue. With thanks to Damien Caldwell, Kelly Anne, Phil Russell, the top the social media and everyone at the Leather Square Theatre. A special thanks to Orange Mark, Sue and the British Comedy Guide. This is an Avalon Sky Potato Fuzz Productions club and if you didn't like it then blame Sue.